Hey, today's motivational quote comes from an unknown individual, but it's extremely powerful. The quote says, good things come to those who believe. Better things come to those who are patient. And the best things come to those who don't give up. I'm going to read it one more time. Good things come to those who believe. Better things come to those who are patient. And the best things come to those who don't give up. Now, as an English teacher, as your English teacher, I love this quote. Because it's inspiring. You see, as an English learner, there are going to be good days and bad days. There are going to be days when you feel like it's just too hard to learn English. There are going to be days when you feel like other students are doing better than you. Maybe days when you fail a test and you're going to feel like giving up. But just like this quote says, the best things come to those who don't give up. So today I want to encourage you, no matter how hard it may be, no matter how hard it may have been, don't give up. You are amazing. You are learning another language that is not your own. And as long as you don't give up, you will achieve your goals. I believe in you. It is my goal to help you reach your goals. It is my goal to see you achieve your goals. So once again, like this quote says, good things come to those who believe. Better things come to those who are patient. And the best things come to those who don't give up. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. A podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's podcast, you are going to learn new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak fluently in English about cars. Now the words you are going to learn, here we go hybrid, electric car, and the expressions you will learn are a lemon and crash and burn. I know you are going to enjoy today's episode, but before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my ebook, how to make long sentences in English. Now, so many of you have already received your ebook and I know how much it is helping you. 
Now, for those of you who have not taken this opportunity to start making better sentences in English, you need to get this ebook. It will help you over a 30-day period to make better sentences, to sound like a native English speaker, and also to organize your thoughts just like native English speakers do. So, you can get your copy by hitting the link in the description. Or if you're on my website, speakenglishwithtiffany.com, in the podcast section, you will also see the link there. All right, are you ready? Well then, let's jump right into today's episode. All right, so again, our first English vocabulary word is hybrid. After me, hybrid. Excellent. One more time after me. Hybrid. Good job. Now, hybrid, again, speaking about a hybrid car, it's a thing made by combining two different elements or a mixture. This is the direct meaning of the word hybrid. So we say hybrid cars, but the word hybrid just means a thing made by combining two different elements or a mixture of things. So, I want to tell you about my (laughs) first experience with a hybrid car. So my best friend, her name is Wilma. Wilma drives a hybrid. She actually drives a Toyota Prius. Now, when my friend Wilma purchased this car, she told me how amazing it was. She talked about how fuel efficient it was. She talked about how her bill, how much she's paying to fill her car with gas. It's kind of decreased and went in half now because she has a hybrid. And I was extremely happy for her. I was happy that she was enjoying her hybrid car. I had never had a desire to have a hybrid hybrid car. So one time Wilma and I, we went out and I had to drop her off somewhere. She said, Tiff, you can take my car to the coffee shop. I like doing work at Starbucks. I said, okay, cool. Now I had been driving at this point in time. I had been driving for almost 20 years. So it didn't matter what car it was I could drive. However, she gave me the key. And she went to her appointment and I opened her car door and I sat in the driver's seat and there was a long pause. I didn't know how to start the car. Normally you put a key in the ignition and you turn it and the car starts, but there was no ignition in her car. There was only a button that said start. So I pushed that button and nothing happened. I pushed the button again and nothing happened. It was so confusing. So I called my friend. I said, hey, how do I start your car? And she kind of chuckled and said, you know, Tiff, I actually experienced the same thing when I purchased the car. So she explained how to start the car. And she also explained, you know, how to change the gears because it was different. It was a hybrid. So I finally got the car started. I put it in drive and I was driving along. The other thing that was different, though, was that the car was basically silent. So normally in a regular car, you can hear when the engine is kind of lowly, low, like a low hum. But her car was basically quiet. So when I stopped at a stoplight, it sounded like the car was off, but it was actually on. So it was a very interesting experience that I had with my best friend's hybrid car. 
Maybe you drive a hybrid or maybe you've experienced the same thing. Driving a hybrid for the first time can be quite interesting. All right. So again, hybrid meaning combining two different elements. My friend's car was electric and also gas powered. So let's look at some example sentences that use this word. Here we go. Sentence number one. Hybrids have their advantages and save users money on gasoline purchases. Sentence number two, the Toyota hybrid car, Prius, is my favorite fuel-efficient car. And sentence number three, if you do your homework, I'm sure you will find a hybrid that will fit your needs. All right, good. So one more time after me, hybrid. Excellent. Now, remember, you can find all the example sentences in the show notes, or you can go directly to my website, speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash podcasts, and you'll see all of the information that I'm giving to you in today's episode. All right, so let's go to the second vocabulary word, and I've added a second word to it. The second vocabulary word is electric car. Again, two words, electric being the first, and then electric car. Now, an electric car is a car which is propelled or pushed forward by one or more electric motors using energy stored in rechargeable batteries. So an electric car does not depend on gasoline. Instead, it moves forward because of the energy stored in rechargeable batteries. Now, in the times we're living in today, I'm sure you've either seen or even ridden in an electric car before. But I want to tell you what happened a few weeks ago here in America, mainly along the East Coast. So we had a gas shortage. There was a huge scare a few weeks ago, and people were going crazy. I went to get gasoline and the line was super long. My sister went to get gasoline and it was hard for her to find gas. She had to go to multiple gas stations. The news was saying there were people going to gas stations with gas cans and filling up multiple gas cans. There was even a lady, which was a little bit crazy, putting gas in a plastic bag. People were frantic. People were scared that there was not going to be enough gas. So the lines were long. And even in some parts of America, some states, there was a gas shortage. Gas stations actually were totally out of gas for a few days. But something that was very interesting was that electric car owners were not phased at all. They weren't worried about the gas shortage because they didn't use gas. They used electricity. So the Tesla owners, the other electric car owners, they weren't worried about the gas shortage. And that is one of the perks or benefits of driving an electric car. Maybe your country or your city has experienced a gas shortage. Kind of makes you think about getting an electric car, huh? All right. So I want to give you some example sentences using this Word, these two words, electric car. Here we go. Sentence number one electric cars are the cars of the future. Sentence number two 
Paul enjoyed the financial benefits of having an electric car. And sentence number three. Sally's electric car provided safe transportation while reducing the environmental impact. All right, good. So one more time, we had two vocabulary words. The first one, hybrid. Good. And the second one, two words, electric car. Excellent. Very good. Now let's move on to the English expressions we have for today. Our first expression is a lemon. Yep, you heard me one more time. A lemon. Now, this is not referring to the fruit, the really sour fruit that when you bite it, it's just really sour. No, instead a lemon is a person or thing that proves to be defective, imperfect, or unsatisfactory. Again, a lemon is a person or thing, more often it's a thing, that proves to be defective, imperfect, or unsatisfactory. Something is wrong with that thing. So I want you to, I want to tell you about a lemon that I had. So when I was in college, I had a Honda and it was great. I, I loved the car. But when I graduated, uh, my car died, so I decided to get another car. And I wanted to buy a used car because I didn't want to spend too much money, but I still wanted a nice car. So I did some research and searched around, and I found this nice Acura. It was an older model, but it seemed really nice. It had nice leather seats. It, It drove well when I test drove it. Um, And everything seemed nice about the car. I talked to my family and I showed them some pictures and the car, it seemed great. So I went to the individual who was selling the car and I gave them the money and I drove the car home. Again, there seemed to be no problems. I I drove the car for a few weeks, but then suddenly I started to hear kind of like a ticking noise. I said, huh, what's that ticking noise? Okay, still drove the car, week went by, and it seemed like the ticking started to get a little bit louder, and I said, something's wrong with this car. So I took the car to a mechanic, and I found out that something was wrong with my engine. Now, as you know, an engine is not cheap. So this car that I thought was perfect when I purchased it, I thought the car had nothing wrong with it, actually turned out to be a lemon. It wasn't perfect. Now I kept it for about mm, a little under a year, but I put a lot of money into that car because it was a lemon. So I learned that, Hey, before you get a car, you need to make sure you do a whole lot of research and maybe take a mechanic with you when you go to buy a car. I never had a lemon after that, but I learned my lesson for sure. All right, so maybe you purchased a lemon before. Maybe you experienced the same thing. All right, so again, a lemon is a person or thing that proves to be defective, imperfect, or unsatisfactory. So let me give you three example sentences. First, he purchased a used car, but it turned out to be a lemon. Sentence number two, 
John really enjoyed driving his lemon, even though it broke down every other day. And sentence number three, when her car worked, it was fun to let the convertible top down. Otherwise, it was a lemon. All right. So again, after me, a lemon. Good job. All right. Now, the second English expression we have for today is crash and burn. Again, crash and burn. Now, this just means to fail spectacularly. It means you fail completely or totally. Crash and burn. Nothing's pretty about the failure. It's a complete, total, and utter failure. Now, I experienced this in my life. When I was in university, I was living in South Korea. I was in grad school. And I was studying oriental painting. Now, I was learning a lot. It was great. And I loved what I was doing. I loved uh, painting. But it came time for me to graduate. And that involved a very difficult exam. The exam included Chinese or Hanja. It included course Korean the questions were in Korean I had to respond in Korean it was about Japanese art history Korean art history Chinese art history there was a lot of information that I had to learn and I prepared for the test but not as well as I should have so on the day of the exam I still was feeling confident I was feeling okay and I went into the exam and I looked at the test paper and I had no clue what the question was asking me. I had no clue what to write. And I literally sat there and said to myself, Tiff, I don't know how this is going to go because this test. So I sat there for the full time and I tried to write as much as I possibly could. But when the results came out, I had failed. I had failed my graduate exam and basically crashed and burned because I had failed it completely. There was no measure of passing that test. I had done a horrible job the first time I took the test. Now, I will say, I eventually did graduate, so I had to take the test over again, and eventually I passed, but that first time, woo-wee! Yeah, I failed that test completely. And I crashed and burned. It took me a while to get back up and study again and put my heart into learning the information because it was difficult. But sometimes after you crash and burn, you pick yourself up and you do even better than you expected. Maybe you've experienced the same thing. So again, crash and burn. It means to fail completely. So let me give you some example sentences. Sentence number one. I studied for hours, but ended up crashing and burning. Sentence number two, in the restaurant business, new restaurants often crash and burn. And finally, sentence number three, although she was favored to win the downhill race, she crashed and burned on her first run. All right. So again, crash and burn. Now, we've had two vocabulary words and two English expressions. So let's go over them one more time for pronunciation. 
After me, hybrid. Excellent. Next, electric car. Good. Next, a lemon. Good job. And finally, crash and burn. Good. Let's do that one more time. After me, crash and burn. Excellent. Very, very good. Now, I think you know what time it is. Oh, I think you do. You know what time it is. Here we go. Hey, here we go. Uh, 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 uh. It's story time. Come on, come on. It's story time. Come on, move. Ah, it's, it's, it's story time. Here we go. Hey, it's story time. Come on. Hey, it's story time. (laughs) All right, guys, it is story time. Now, you know, for story time, I take the words and expressions and create a story on the spot. No preparation. A creative story to help you remember the words and expressions. Now, remember, our words for today were hybrid. Then the two-part words, electric car. And our expressions, a lemon and crash and burn. So now it's time for me to tell you a story using these words and expressions. So I want to tell you about Diana. Now, Diana was a stay-at-home mom. Diana actually had seven kids. That's right. Diana and her husband decided they wanted to populate the earth. They had seven children. So needless to say, Diana was a busy woman. She had to cook, clean, make sure her children were fed, everything. Diana was very busy. And her husband was a great guy, but he had to work outside of the home during the day. Now, because Diana and her husband had so many children, they were on a tight budget. And Diana's husband, Mark, had to drive to work every day. And one day he said, Diana, we don't have a lot of money and it's costing a lot for me to put gas in the car every week to drive back and forth to work. He said, I think we need to get a hybrid car. She said, really, baby? He said, yes, I've been doing my research and hybrid cars are really good. You know, when we do need to put gas in the car, we have that feature, but we also have the electric side as well. And, and I've done my research and I found that it's more cost efficient. It's more cost effective for us to get a hybrid car. So Diana said, "Hun, you know, whatever your decision is, I totally understand. So the following week, Diana and Mark decided to visit a dealership and Diana left her kids, her seven kids, their seven kids with her parents. So Diana and Mark, they, they drove to the dealership and they saw this hybrid minivan that would hold all of them, all nine of them. Diana and Mark liked the, the van, but they could tell that the dealer was looking at them a little strange. They could tell that he wanted to say something. So Mark said, hey, I, I see that you have something on your mind, speaking to the dealer. The dealer said, you know, I know that You know, sir, Mr. Mark, you mentioned that you and your wife, Miss Diana, want to buy a hybrid vehicle. And I understand you want to, you know, save money and use your money wisely. But I really think 
an electric car would actually benefit you more. Now, Mark and, and Diana had not spoken about a fully electric car, but they still decided to listen to the dealer. The dealer proceeded to tell them his own story about how before he got into electric cars, he himself had purchased a car that turned out to be a lemon, a car that was not electric. It was a, it wasn't hybrid. And he actually spent more money trying to fix the car because it had been a lemon. And he said, after getting that lemon, he said, I'm never going to buy this type of car again. I'm going to only stick with electric cars. Now he knew the, the dangers. He knew the the cons, the pros and the cons of electric cars. You know, maybe you're far away and break down. It's harder to find a way to get your car fixed. But he said, you know, I found this electric car that was amazing. And of course he was talking about a Tesla. Now, Diane and Mark, they didn't know if they could afford a Tesla. So Mark said, listen, sir, I I like Teslas, but I don't want to get something that's out of our price range. He said, you know, I've seen people get excited and purchase cars and then eventually crash and burn because they couldn't afford the payments. And I don't want to be in that category. I want to be able to pay my monthly payments. And the guy said, Oh no, 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 but we have a special deal. That's why I wanted to tell you about it. We have a special deal and our Teslas are actually half off. Mark said, what? They were so excited and Mark started screaming and screaming. And the dealer said, I know you're excited. And he was screaming and then he felt someone shaking his shoulders and he was kept screaming and he felt someone shaking his shoulders. And his wife, Diane said, Mark, wake up, Mark, you're dreaming. Wake up. And he looked at her and said, huh? It was a dream. She's like, yes, baby. It's, it's time for us to get up, to go look at the hybrid van. What were you dreaming about? He said, oh. I had a dream that there was a Tesla that was half off. She said, "Ah, baby, that was a dream. (laughs) All right. I hope you enjoyed the story again. I hope you heard the words hybrid electric car and the expressions, a lemon and crash and burn. I really hope you enjoyed the story. Now, remember before we go, I want to remind you again to get your English resource, my ebook, how to make long sentences in English. It will help you make better sentences. It will help you sound more fluent, speak more fluently like a native English speaker. So if you want to get your copy again, hit the link in the description, get your copy and start learning based on the 30 day plan. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.